This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. The Narcissist and the Codependent Dance Rituals. So picture it, practicing a speech or a greeting in the mirror. You want your words and actions to be well received by your audience. And for that to work, you have to know what your audience wants to hear and see. You may do some research, some casual interviews, and even consult a professional to assist you in finding just the right words and expressions to ensure you capture your audience's attention and win them over. It is no different with a narcissist. In the era of selfies and social media, the narcissist population has completely exploded and it has become the most popular scapegoat for all the heartbroken, oppressed, betrayed, and love-starved innocence of the world. If someone has broken your heart or has not lived up to your expectations, it's quick to label them as a narcissist. So it's time to take a look at your role in this dance. Yes, you play a vital part in this union. And as the saying goes, it does take two to tango. May I have this dance? So the first step in a relationship with a narcissist is the mirroring process. They study your words, your emotions. They learn everything about you initially. As they draw you in with their charm, they are absorbing your persona. They are acquiring all of your tastes. This ensures a deep connection and an overwhelming sense of that fairy tale love for you. The love you've dreamt of your whole life. And the narcissist will mirror, mirror you back to you in a whole bunch of ways, including stating they like the same music as you. They have the same political beliefs as you. They love the same charitable causes as you. They claim to have had almost the exact same childhood that you had. They say that they have the same sleep schedule, the same pet peeves, the same food preferences. My God, the same everything. Then they profess their undying and cosmic love for you immediately. Oh my gosh, you are my soulmate. I just know it. They claim to have never loved anybody before you. They isolate you from friends and family. They want to spend every single second with you and only you and nobody else matters. They tell you things you already know and they know that you know so that you will feel loved like they deeply identify with you. To truly hear the message here, I refer back every single time to the song Liar by Henry Rollins. <laughs> Let's get out of here so we can be alone. During the mirroring process, the narcissist is giving you what you've always wanted. They tell you what you've always wanted to hear. 
and they might even shed a few tears to show you how vulnerable and sensitive they can be. You've wanted this type of connection and validation, this attentiveness, soul focus on you, and cosmic love, soulmate, your whole life. So you're blinded by the absolute high from all the chemicals your brain is releasing as you fall head over heels in love with this stranger that you now think you know better than you've ever known anybody before and you feel like they know you better than you know yourself. You feel seen, you feel heard, you feel validated, respected, and the pedestal that you have been put on is sky high. This person is everything you've ever dreamt of in a partner. You don't question it, you don't question yourself, and you certainly do not notice what you are reflecting to the narcissist from the other side of the mirror during this dance. Just as the narcissist projects everything you need, you too, my friend, are projecting. If you find yourself falling for narcissists over and over, it's time for you to ask yourself why. One theory is that you're searching for someone like mom or dad or some other caretaker who raised you. With that theory, there's, there's the assumption that that caretaker or parent was a narcissist or had an addiction like drugs, alcohol, gambling. Um, you may have been parentified as a child where you had to take care of your caretakers and your siblings. You may have found yourself continuously seeking approval, validation, and love, although it never seemed to happen. You survived emotional, maybe physical and sexual trauma. And as an adult, what you want most in the world is also what you fear the most, and that is love. There is a push-pull magnetism to your energy field. And in pull mode, any little trigger can make you switch into a very forceful push in the blink of an eye. You want that magical love that you dream about. But you cannot allow anyone to really get that close. You could get hurt, and the sting of rejection is way too much to take. So this is where your own mirroring will come into play. The mirroring theory explains this pattern and it certainly makes a lot of valid points. This theory involves mirror neurons. Basically what this means is that we mirror others in our actions, beliefs, and how we present ourselves. When we're looking for a partner, we seek somebody like us. We're seeking someone who is like-minded. And this is where you will lose the title of victim because if you're finding yourself with narcissists over and over and over, it's because you're seeking somebody like yourself. And dare I point this out, you have narcissistic qualities and your mirror neurons are making you choose other versions of yourself. The narcissist is emotionally unavailable, just like dad or lack of dad, just like mom, or just like you after a lifetime of heartache and being love-starved. You'll receive superficial love with no real intimacy. 
and it'll be less painful to tell the story of the narcissist who hurt you rather than a true love that broke you into pieces. Could it be that you are seeking the emotionally available pe- unavailable people to keep yourself from a devastating level of rejection that you cannot bear to encounter? Do you have to do you have this deep need to be needed? Do you feel validated and important when you do a good job of taking care of somebody? Even if they never think or acknowledge all that you do for them? Do you believe you are a fixer? Will fixing others help you to essentially fix yourself? Did you know that humans reenact past traumas over and over until they resolve them? Do you have a big heart and you just can't tell anybody the word no? If you answered yes to any of these questions, congratulations, friend. You are a human being with a heart and a need for love and acceptance. You're not alone. We all want those things. So right now, let's just take a deep cleansing breath. That feels better, right? (laughs) Listen, we all have levels of narcissism in our personalities. It's part of being a human being. So let me be perfectly clear here. I'm not attempting to generalize all emotional abuse victims into one category. Like, Like many other issues and traits in the human race, there is a spectrum ranging from slightly affected to completely debilitated and most of us fall on that spectrum somewhere when we seek out a relationship you're not crazy you're not a masochist you're not broken and it's really not your fault for not knowing how you chose your partner or why you just haven't stayed single long enough to find out who you are and that's very common that's quite normal in today's society So, you were duped by a clever predator. Now you're awake. Hindsight is kicking your ass into gear, and you've learned something from the whole experience, right? I may be asking you repeatedly when we talk, what have you learned from this experience? So what have you learned from the experience? Take note of the signs in the beginning of your relationship Signs that were exhibited once once you've been captured by your narcissist who has morphed from the man or woman of your dreams into a complete asshole in record time. So these signs, these red flags, include the boomerang of blame. Nothing is ever their fault. It is always, always your fault. And you'll end up apologizing for getting upset over and over. And I call it boomerang because you'll come to them with a concern that something they said or did was upsetting to you. And they immediately throw it right back at you. And then the boomerang hits you. No, it's your fault. And then the boomerang comes back to them and you apologize. Next, they accuse you of being overly sensitive after doing something to cause you 
to have feelings of jealousy, sadness, anger, etc. Typical gaslighting. They never, and I mean never, ever apologize or acknowledge their part in anything. They are always the victim or the hero. And all of their exes or former friends or ex-bosses, every single one of them were psychos who screwed them over. Always. They use the word we and ours when referring to your money, your belongings, your memberships, your vacation plans, your timeshare, your computer, your hard work, your creative mind. You will feel like everything you own and every part of you has just been hijacked and everything you do, art, writing, writing a book, household repairs, cleaning the house, coming up with uh, creative ideas for something, every, every, every last bit of it. The narcissist will take full credit while secretly telling people how dumb you are or how they have to do everything for you. You forget who you are and what your goals were because now everything is all about the narcissist and you have gotten lost. You've lost yourself somewhere along the way. You will find yourself explaining basic human empathy to this person with no results. He or she just simply cannot put themselves in anybody else's shoes. It is quite literally no different than banging your own head onto a brick wall. The narcissist is always better than you. They overtalk you. They butt in on your conversations to one-up you. They brag about knowing celebrities. They like to name drop. They brag about saving women from abusive men by kicking their ass. They brag about being a superior golfer, basketball player, athlete, whatever. They will downplay you every chance they get. They will downplay your intelligence and minimize you at every single opportunity. So it's time to take that healing journey and break the pattern that seems to have broken you. Learn your values. Learn your boundaries. Take back your power and make healthier choices. Learn to notice those red flags in relationships. Learn how to elegantly put distance between you and the next ill-fitting potential partner before you are blinded by his or her mask. Learn real self-care, not just bubble baths and pedicures and chocolate. Believe it or not, bad relationships generate strengths and growth within us, that which we never knew existed. There is a silver lining. Everything happens for a reason. And all those other lame-ass cliches, okay? My point is that this is a pattern, it's a cycle, and you continue to run in that hamster wheel for your own reasons. I'm not judging. But it's time to figure out yourself and break that cycle and find happiness. You are worth it. You do deserve it. And it is time, my friend, to hang up those dancing shoes, at least for a little while.